2019, the year that I know how to work this board. All right, I think we're ready to rock. Let's yeah, uh, <coughs> go there. Boom. And. Oh. All right, maybe I don't. Sorry, Sorry I just spit on Steve. I started laughing. 2019. <laughs> Same crap. We can fix the board. Can't play our intro. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, please welcome B. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering. What's up, Ted? Happy New Year. What's up, Steve? Happy New Year. Woo! I can't believe we haven't done a Megacast. It feels like, what, three weeks? It's got to be at least that. Shout out to all the people on Twitter that were tweeting me yesterday like, Hey, um, you guys going to do a Megacast this week or what? We had a Mega Hangout. Yeah, we did. We did not know what we did. <laughs> there was talks of maybe a mega cast, but we were both off and we were like, nope, nope, nope. not even a chance. I'd rather just get wasted. And yeah. that's what we did on our big slumber party, which lots of things changed in that, but we still had a blast. It did. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we get everything going? Let's, All right. let's start things off right. And we'll talk a little bit about the slumber party and a bunch of other crap that we have going on. But of course, it's 2019, but that doesn't mean that you guys could slack on your push-ups. We got to get 10 to get this show going. It's a chance for us to get our heart rates and the blood pumping and the brain functioning. Going with hip hop this time. All right, I like it. Yeah, I went to the hip hop library as opposed to EDM. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Ted got me onto a hip hop kick after our slumber party. <laughs> Can't stop listening to that Jaden Smith song. Oh, Icon? It's so good. So good. Banger, dude. All right, let's get 10. All right. Repping about easy, Steve. That's right. Yeah. We're, we're from the streets. <laughs> from the streets. From the mean streets of Seattle. And Puralla. 206 means 253. Yeah. The sizzle means the thrizzle. Two real OGs. Mega Cash. Squirt, squirt. This is an SNL skin. <laughs> I literally just felt like Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Two real OGs. Ted Talks, starring B. Tech Smith. New Year, people have resolutions. Yes. Right? So if you had a resolution and you're sticking with it, good for you. Right. For the rest of you people, I'm talking to you. Okay. Let's start ramping up. All right? So... It basically, here's what I see a lot of times. People have things that they're very strict about from January 1st about January 15th. Right. So you might be sitting around going, oh, man, I'm still eating leftovers. There was a Seahawks game, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Don't sweat it. Let's start ramping up, right? Let's peak. Let's, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to be that gym rat, let's just get a couple days in the next couple of weeks. Okay. And you get into February and March, you'll be rolling. Yeah, yeah. You start, you're creating a routine. Yeah, exactly, right? So if you haven't started yet, don't sweat it, man. We're only a few days in. And nobody, it's not like as if like you're, I mean, maybe you do have some kind of weird bet going on. It's not like if you don't start by this date, you lose your life savings. Yeah, you can like, start whenever. And years ago, when I had that boxing match, like my buddy, like, that was my coach, who's going to be in town this weekend, actually, Rob. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. He's like, I remember we had pain in the grass in like late August. And he mm-hmm. goes, all right, have fun this weekend. And the next week we'll get started serious. And he's like, no more drinking this and that. So I said, yeah. Monday. And he said, no. He goes, Everybody starts everything on Monday. It's just a weird, like, he's like, just roll into it. Like, Tuesday or Wednesday, just be like, all right, now we're okay. on. Did you have a one last hurrah right before you started? Where you thought in your mind, you're like, this is the last night. Yeah, that was, that was the- I'm going big. That, honestly, I forget what year it was. That had to be 2007? It had to be. No, yeah. 2008, I think I had that fight. Okay, I was going to say, it was a while ago. It was, that, it was relatively within the first couple of years of us doing KSW. Yeah, yeah. That, that pain in the grass was clearly the one I was drunkest at. Oh, okay. Because like, I didn't do anything all day. I just sat in the limo with a uh, uh, drowning pool, like smoking weed and Not chugging beers. Deal. Yeah, and all the way home, we got like we got like Jack in the Box and this yeah. and that. So yeah, I had a good hurrah the next day. For, and then like that was this thing. He's like, you know, Monday, whatever, just rolling. So that I don't know if it's a proven theory. I just I, I struggle with just like this date. 
is end all be all. Right. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like, if you want to get in shape for the summer or whatever, you or not even get in shape. You just want to be healthier. Like, and you haven't done anything. Don't sweat it, man. Like, you know, you're rolling into it. And a lot of people that are hardcore for the first two weeks and they're posting every picture of every freaking oh meal gosh. they eat. They ain't going to be there in February, March, but no. you will. Yeah, because they're just going too extreme. Yeah. You hit just, that point where you're just going to burn out on it. Right. You just, it's not, it's not sustainable. Like I do that sometimes myself. Like I'll get into like this certain type of workout and I'm like, I love this workout. I will do this workout forever. Maybe even like jumping rope. Yeah. I was really obsessed with jumping rope for a while. I got to the point where I'm like, I'm sick of freaking jumping rope. Yeah. So then I was just like, I was done. I was like, yeah, okay, moderation. Like the other last week, I jumped rope again. I was like, oh yeah, this is fun again. It's like, oh yeah, I don't need to do it every day for 40 minutes. Yeah, right? Like if you ever hire a personal trainer, right? Like mm-hmm. every, you know, few weeks or a month, or two, like he's going to switch up or she's going to switch up your routine. You're not yeah. gonna just going to do the same lifts for a year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a question because yeah. you mentioned boxing. Uh, last week, wasn't really like a, a resolution, but it was one of those things and it felt like a resolution because I did it right after New Year's. All right. And, and then, I didn't mean it that way. For the longest time, the gym that I go to for wrestling training, they also, if you're a member, you know, you can access all the different classes that they have, whatever it may be, circuit training, wrestling, kickboxing, and they also have boxing. And I'm like, you know, I've always wanted to, like, I don't have any intention ever of being in a ring and having a boxing match, but I've always wanted like, you know, just do boxing because I hear it's a great workout awesome and it would be fun to punch things every once in a while, like a bag, not a person. It's a great re- uh, stress reliever. Yeah. So I did it last week. And so it felt like a New Year's resolution because I'm like, well, I would like to try this boxing class. Can I buy the wrist and hand tape or the hand wraps and all that? And I had to learn how to hand wrap it and all that. Sorry. Um, no worries. And the next day, my wrists were killing me. Did oh, you really? Did you have that when you were boxing? No. Or, okay, that's Were you snapping your punches off or were you just like landing them in the bag? I must have been landing them. It hard sounds into like the yeah, bag. I was going to yeah. say it sounds like you were just like punching <laughs> through. I probably was. <laughs> right? I'm like, yeah, you wrist and jam like that, Steve. <laughs> I was just, see it was like a, it was super basic in the sense of like he was just like just punch the bag, you know. Obviously, I think he the I think the trainer probably thought I don't know which of these people are going to actually come back. It's a New Year's thing, so I think I might have been a little being a little too aggressive in hitting that bag. Yeah, just remember, like when you right like, as soon as you throw it out, it's uh-huh. got to come back as quick as you threw it out. So oh, that's what I'm saying. Was, you got to snap it off. Oh, that's you don't want to just go boom, boom. Oh, I was driving right. right? Yeah. I was like Steve, like, you're gonna hurt yourself, man. Oh, I did. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Like, like I've heard of people's like hands hurting a little bit as they weren't wrapped properly, okay. but like your wrists. I no wonder like, why I wasn't finding any uh, thing on Google. Yeah, maybe I should have asked the boxing guy, hey, may, am I doing this right? <laughs> That's I'm just picturing you. That's how the, Drago punches, Ted. I, I'm just picturing you now in the zoom. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> the bag's flying. I'm crushing people. That's well, all right. I'm that's, still the, that's what happens when you take steroids right before you take the class. Yeah, I'm still the psycho in my gym that doesn't use headphones. Oh, you know who Frank Stallone? I don't know why. I never thought in a million years on our podcast we were talking about Frank, Frank Stallone. Stallone. But Frank Stallone had a, a, a post on his Instagram. I don't know why I follow Frank. Sylvester Stallone's brother, but I do. Oh hey, hey oh. Um, he had a whole post about how he refuses to wear headphones in the gym. He likes to have no headphones on because he wants to have conversations with people. Oh, I I don't talk to people. I've just seen memes on the internet where I think people think I'm insane. Oh, because I saw one that was like you like it was just a picture of somebody working out. And it's like it's like every time you see somebody working out without headphones, I'm convinced they're avenging a murder. (laughs) I feel weird when I don't have headphones on. I've had a few times where I've had to because the headphones die. All right. But there are times where the headphones have died on me while I'm working out and I still keep the headphones on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I don't think like especially the gym I go to is not a chit chatty gym. Okay, But yeah, I don't know. I just. It's one of those things. Like I just never really. U- I haven't used them in years, mm-hmm. so I think I'm just kind of used. To, I'm like, there's, there's, there's a, there's music on, on the, you know, like loudspeakers. Yeah. So not at all. The gym downstairs, there's TVs playing. And yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, you can't really get into the zone while Stephen A. Smith is talking. No, and it's one thing to work out while there's a live sporting event on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't care who you are. I mean, even just college basketball on a Saturday morning. Like, you can look up at that and be like, oh, all right. Yeah. But, yeah, watching talking heads or watching. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Sometimes, man, they always just have, like, MSNBC on them. I'm just like, this is not. Right. This is not This is not firing me up. I don't care why someone's <laughs> watching the news while working out. And it's not even in the in the elliptical treadmill room. 
it's in the heavy, like in the, not heavy. I mean, the, but the, weight, the weight room. The weight room. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. That's not going to help me get to the next level. Is watching Rachel Maddow or whoever that is talk about news. Yeah. Yeah. The gym stuff is crazy. So do you have a? Do you get to pick the music while you're in the gym or? No, sir. It's who gets to pick the music. Uh, the guy that runs it. Okay. Do you yeah. like the music that he picks? Uh, I do. Okay. It's a weird mix. Usually, like he likes a lot. Uh, like. Uh, is it like that cheesy dance music? Like no, no, no. There's like rap songs and stuff, and then he has like other versions. He has like he has a few like like playlists that he goes through, but then every once in a while he'll throw a curveball in there, and it'll just be like, like the Proclaimers. No, it'll just be like some butt rock stuff. Oh, nice. And like I get it, but I'm just like, all right, maybe he's doing it for you. He knows you work at the rock station. He's like, I'll give this one for Ted. Yeah, it's just like all right. Like it, it honestly sometimes it is like a crazy playlist I'd put up. Like that was a one twelve song in ACDC. I mean, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I also sometimes find myself if it's like a trap music song, like I'll put the weights down, and if I'm really like feeling the pump, I'll start like dancing. It's like don't dance, like nobody else is dancing in here. <laughs> I do sometimes wonder when I'm there at the gym and people have their headphones. I'm like, what are they listening to? Kind of want a little peek inside in their brain, like what's what's getting them going. You know what I mean, dude? That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Yeah, I wonder like what like there's one guy I know for sure he's listening to like Hatebreed or that that style of music because you could hear it through his headphones and it's aggressive. And I'm just like, damn. Dude, we can we could just say it. It's Matt. Except CTP. <laughs> if he was at the gym that, here at, at the station, it would be Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Matt posted something a while ago and I I've, I've been wanting to play it forever and I just have never gotten around to it and I guess now's not a bad time since um it, he I think it was like a Joe Rogan piece. And it's almost felt, I, I thought of it because I was like, oh, it's kind of like a TED talk. And it's just him talking about like growth, not in like between the legs or anything, but like, you right, know, just right. like growing as a human being. I'm like, I got to save this and at some point use it on the Megacast. And I, I, I uploaded it back in September. All right. And I have yet to play it. And just because you brought up Matt's name, it, yeah. it reminded me, oh, yeah, he posted on his Facebook. And I remember watching. I'm like, oh, that was a pretty cool post. And I watched it. I was like, this is something that we could play on the Megacast because it's almost like a, a Joe talk. Uh, right. Joe Rogan just talking about being a better person. There's always going to be people that are luckier than you. Some of it is luck and some of it is courage. I always love like the anthemic music that's being oh, played. Always, man. It makes it so much more epic. We should do a whole podcast with that kind it's of just music. Just the music behind yeah. it? Yeah. I wonder if it would impact us. Would it put more pressure on us to say something profound? Or would it just sound profound? True. Right? right, I'm going to find some music and we're going to try that. It'd be like... I'm sorry. I was going to say, you know what else we could do? We could film just me and you doing like a 40-yard sprint and just put out the film of us doing a sprint. You know, just like like two old guys doing sprints. People are like, is that in slow motion? No, it's actually in our regular speed. But if we slowed it down and put that music behind it, it would look like we're like like training for something epic. (laughs) <laughs> All right, here we go. More from Joe talking about growth. Courage. Some of it is putting your ass out there. Some of it is trying things. One of the things that I always like to tell people that I think you should do is do shit that's difficult. It's very important to struggle. We have been fed this line of horse that you're supposed to seek comfort. And I don't think you are. I think you're supposed to seek lessons. And you're supposed to seek difficult tasks and accomplishments. And through those things and through doing things that are hard to do, even if it's just a 90-minute hot yoga class, this life doesn't have enough of that. There's not enough struggle. You don't get to know yourself without struggle. You don't get to know your boundaries unless you push them. You don't get to know who you are really unless you're tested. It's funny, I haven't listened yeah. to that in forever, and I forgot, and I remember when I first heard that, it really made me feel good about the idea of attempting to become a wrestler at the age of 43. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was just going to say, right? I think for you, the wrestling, obviously, for me, it'll always be that boxing match. That yeah. was a physical limit I didn't think I could get to. Should that be a goal for us and the Megacast listeners? I mean, maybe I'm, I've already t- taken a head start, but like, try and find something that you have never done before and try and learn how to do it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear. Like, if people want to tweet us at the Megacast, I'd love for them to tell us. Like, what is there something that they want to learn how to do? And are you know, obviously, try and do it. I mean, within, I mean, I, I get it. Like, you, I'd like to learn how to fly a plane. I'm never going to get around to that. I don't want to die. No, but, <laughs> but you for know somebody I mean? like me, like I played indoor soccer before, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, the Emerald City supporters have like a pub league that's like for like people that don't really know how to play. Yeah. So, like, that's one thing I'm thinking about this year. It's like, man, I might join their pub league and actually, like, play the field. Yes. Because I've only ever just been a keeper. And, like, I, I always had, it sounds crazy, right? But just in an adult pub league, 
I have this dream, Steve. Yes. And it's a simple dream. Because usually, as the keeper, I do one thing. I keep that ball out of the net. Yes. But my dream, Steve, what I want to do, I want to put one in the net. I want to score a goal. 2019. 2019, Ted scores a goal. I mean, it sounded better with the music. I, yeah, dude. I think we're doing the whole podcast. This is I'm listening to my music volume. Ted, I think you can score that goal. Yeah, yeah. It might not be in the first game. Nope. It probably won't even be in the second game. Probably not. But you know what? You might have an opportunity in that third game, and you'll get the taste of potentially scoring that goal. But that keeper, he was just too good. But come that fourth game, Ted. Yeah. You're running down that grass. You've got your buddy from the Emerald City supporters playing with you. He's got the ball. He kicks it at the goalie. The goalie makes the save. Ted forgets where he is because he's looking at that hot blonde. Who's on the other team? The ball hits Ted right in the chest. And it just dribbles slowly into the net. And Ted, that is your first goal. Yes! A Jester! The first of two this season. God, that would be so common. I score a goal off my chest. Like, dude, I don't know what he does, but he puts the ball in the back of the net. That's what you need. That's what he provides. In the world of hockey, that's called garbage goals. But at the end of the day, nobody remembers which one's garbage and which one's beautiful. They just remember W, Steve. The Ted Smith is the living embodiment of a W. Pele, Messi, Smith. All right, why don't we take a quick break? <laughs> I have never scored a goal. I'm trying to score one goal over a season in an adult pub league. I just compared myself to Messi and Pele. By That's the way, what you need to do. I don't care, yellow card or not. I score that goal, Steve. The shirt is off. <laughs> it better be. Right. And someone needs to film that ass. I mean, I might straight up just take a yellow and a red just right there. Bro, I'm coming to all your soccer games, and I'm taking my shirt off when you score that goal. And I'm jumping on the field. Oh. I'm, I'm I'm rushing the field. I don't care who tackles me. That would be amazing. <laughs> right, why don't we take a break? We're gonna end up on Barstool. <laughs> yes, we will. Hey, I got actually a pretty funny clip from the boys in Spitting Chicklets that we should play when we come back. Oh, nice. Ted and Steve need a minute to put on blindfolds to do the bird box challenge. The mega cast will be back. The pill, the sponge, the ring, all excellent forms of birth control for their time. But today, you need a stronger level of protection. Introducing The Wall. Invaders trying to breach your southern border? Keep them out of your land of milk and honey with The Wall. Made of reinforced American steel, nothing can penetrate The Wall. Not climbers, not diggers, definitely not swimmers. Stop illegal insemination with the most secure contraception money can buy. The Wall. And your prescription for The Wall is free. No copay. Because Mexico is going to pay for it. Choose The Wall. Or you will get pregnant. Make birth control great again with The Wall. Use only as directed. Wouldn't mid having them get lost in my thighs. If I had thighs. Sadly, I'm just a stupid robot voice. The mega cast is back. that grace damn she's very pent up new year same Same grace Grace. yeah wow (laughs) has she cursed before she has on these but usually i catch them and i i i bleep it i didn't catch that one she just threw a curse out there if i had thighs if i had thighs damn i'm just a stupid effing robot sorry grace Oof. Oof. Hey, it's 2019, Grace. I'm sure there'll be a human with you soon. <laughs> yeah, the way that uh, I know right now we're in the middle of uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. I went last year, and it's happening right now this year. And I'm positive there's plenty of artificial intelligence robots that have even gone even further than last year. And last year was pretty crazy. 
I don't know that I want to have sex with a robot, mm. but I take a, a robot. <laughs> would you? Yeah. See, I would be uh, okay. Karaoke is what I'm talking about. I was like, I don't no, know about yeah. sex with a robot, Hold but on. karaoke for robot. We need the right music for this, Ted. I feel like if I was going to have sex with a robot, I think I'm full on bending that robot over it. I want to be in control of the robot. Yes. Well, I don't want the code. I don't want the, the power in that robot's mouth. What if the robot just snaps like a pit bull that just had a weird moment? What if it just clenches on both sides? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like robot karaoke for some reason seems a little more moral than banging the robot. Wait, so that's your issue? No, you're, I'm not a moral issue. person. I don't know why I said that. I, I don't know, man. Just like Ted, did you have sex with that robot? It feels embarrassing. Like Ted, did you get serviced by that robot? Like yeah, yeah, no big deal. But I don't know, man. I feel like I'd rather have the the. I'd rather have the upper hand on the robot. I'm thinking about it like. Like, I used to always make this joke of, like... I won't spank the robot's ass, because we've learned when it comes to boxing, I'm not very good at doing that, it. that snap. Yeah. So I might hurt my wrist again. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. How'd you hurt your wrist? I was spanking that dirty robot too hard. And that just sounds like masturbating. <laughs> yes. Spanking the dirty robot. <laughs> so you would rather have the robot service you? Correct. Hmm. I'd be so scared about the robot doing that, but you're right. Either way, they could clench down. <laughs> yeah, they could, Steve. Would you want the robot to look like a, a human? Oh, well, yeah. I don't want it to be one of those Boston like, Dynamic robots. You wouldn't want it to look well, like the, you know what? the T-1000 or if the T-69000? For what I'm getting, it can look like a machine. Yeah. You know? What if then you find yourself being more attracted to the machine than a human? Well, then I'd probably have to leave regular society. <laughs> Just adjust. God, that would be so weird. Ted's really happy now. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Uh, it's a robot that he's with. That would be awful. I order two drinks, take it to dinner. <laughs> the robot's not even eating? No. You're just squirting WD-40 between its legs? Oh. Just getting it ready for later. Oh, Jesus. That's me giving it to the robot right there. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so Spit and Chicklets, obviously, we've talked about them a few times, and it's really cool when we get uh, tweets and messages from people saying that they've been turned on to the Spit and Chicklets hockey podcast thanks to our show, which I think yeah. is awesome. I always get a kick out of that. Plus, we were uh, at our uh, slumber party in honor of the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Never took a picture, which would have been a smart thing. Oh, yeah. You, we were drinking them. We were drinking the New Amsterdam Vodka, which is their sponsor, and the Pink Lemonade from Newman's Own. If you listen to their podcast, they call that the Pink Whitney, because uh, of Whitney on their show. That's what he likes to drink. So they created a drink named it, but it has to be New Amsterdam Vodka, and it has to be Newman's Own. And I made it a point to get both of those, and we drank them, but Ted brought up a very good point. It just felt like a summer drink. Yeah, it was a little too summery. But I mean, I drank, that's all I drank that night. That is true. Well, at, your, at your place. At my place. Yeah. Are so, we going to talk about that at all? Yes. All right, let's do it. Let's first play this clip. All right. And then, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, so they were talking to three guys from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they had... Um, oh, this uh, was just the other day. Yeah. This yeah, yeah. I follow them on Twitter, so I, I stay uh, kind of up to date a little bit on them. This was a great episode. It was so funny because they just... Obviously, with guys like Paul Bizanet and Whitney and, and, and the rest of the crew that uh, like uh, Rear Admiral is, is kind of like their main host, <laughs> R.A. Uh, but, you know, a couple former hockey players. So the hockey players feel, I think, more comfortable and kind of fall into that... Just hanging out with the boys kind of attitude and yeah, start sharing stories. So they have Ryan Reeves, Revo, who's a, a stud in, in Vegas right now. He's just, everyone loves Revo. He's a fighter. You know, he's just that kind of a player. He has his own beer. Nice. Apparently what he does sometimes after a win, he goes to the bar that serves the beer and he bartends and hands out beers. That's awesome. How great is that? Could you imagine being in a bar and all of a sudden the guy who you're a fan of that you were just cheering for is handing out he's he's serving his beer. Uh, so they were talking about like past coaches and one of their past coaches when uh, Revo was on uh, St. Louis was a guy Hitchcock I think Ken Hitchcock. All right, and they asked if hey do you have any crazy stories and I remember to bleep this because boy oh boy did they drop a few f bombs and s bombs in this conversation but it's pretty freaking funny. All right, I come off the ice and he's <laughs> chirping me. F- you Revo. Like get the fucking puck deep. Slide, slide right. Still chirp me. Still chirp me. Slide right again. Still chirp me. Tells Yozy, fucking tell this motherfucker. <laughs> I turn around. I was like, if you don't shut the 
I'm gonna slash you in your fat <laughs> mouth. He's telling that to the coach. Jesus. I sat down. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Probably called, yeah, you probably called your line next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, 100%. That's We're right back out there. That's how he was. I love that about coaches. It's like that shove it up my ass like mentality. Prove me wrong. Like I'm going to slash you in your fat Right to his face, and I was like, right, right at him too. Yozi comes up to me after he's like, "Hey, you probably shouldn't tell the head coach you're gonna slash him as fast." Well, I know, and I'm gonna go apologize. Walk up, hey, Hitch, man, sorry, I, I didn't mean to say that. He's like, I don't even know what you're talking about, Rio. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like the impression. Right? It's like Mickey Mouse is their coach. That I was about to say, like, do hockey players talk back to their coach like Apparently that? Apparently so. I, I mean, look, my, my days of playing any kind of quote-unquote organized hockey other than beer league was high school, and it was roller hockey. It wasn't even – and the coaches were just guys that just probably didn't want to give up on being young and, you know, I mean, like just want to be – you know, play hockey, get some free rink time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some guys took it serious. We had a porn star was a coach. Nice. Uh, Jerry Butler. Well, I mean, I guess if you're a professional, it's different. I mean, he said he shouldn't have said it, but I'm just right. like, like, damn, is that? I don't remember player? talking back to a coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, like not even talking dang. back. Say I'm going to slash you in the effing face. Yeah, it's pretty aggressive. It is super aggressive. I love that his team is like, you should probably, you should probably apologize to the coach. Yeah, right. Like, don't say that to the head coach. You can say it to an assistant coach. Right. That's like you know, that's the players, players coach kind of guy. That's the yeah. assistant. Yeah. Right, and he gets it, but I'm just like, damn. So, yeah, let's talk about the slumber party, because um, usually we do it at my house. Correct. And then at the, at the, the ninth, what, what is it, the, ninth, the 11th hour, Yeah. At the, I, my wife says, um, things are going weird with my family, uh, we're not going to do an overnight thing, we're just going to go shopping on Saturday as opposed to going there Friday, staying the night, and then shopping on Saturday. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, Ted's coming on Friday. She's like, oh, that's fine, you guys can do whatever you want. I'm like, you know we're going to be loud and drunk and obnoxious the whole time. She's like, that's fine. If I get annoyed with you guys or whatever, I'll go upstairs and go to bed or read a book. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I tell Ted, Ted being the smart man. Well, hang on. I also got to set this up too. Okay. For, I can't remember what happened. You know, it's the holidays. Over, something, I don't know. Either way, I just wasn't having the best day off of all right. time. Right. So then I get, it's like literally like 8.30 or 9 and I get this text from Steve like, hey, like, so we just got to be quiet. She's going to be upstairs. So then I'm just like, I have brand new furniture. I live alone. Like, yeah. why don't we just do it up here? Right. So now it's like, crap. I've already gotten clearance that Ted could come over. I'm like, is she going to think this? You know, I overthink things. And I realize I forget that my wife doesn't give an F. Like, she cares, but she doesn't like, she's not girlfriends of past or relationships no. of past where it's like everything is an argument or everything's a dilemma or you're, if you're not spending the night home, what the hell, what are you up to? That kind of crap. Right. But you know, I still kind of have that mentality. So I'm like, Hey babe, uh, I know you said it was cool for Ted to stay here, but, um, you know, we were thinking since we're going to be so loud and stuff, uh, it would be just okay if I just stay there. She's like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, well, it's cool. Okay, I'm going to come over. I'm like yeah. 12 years old. Because right, it's my mom. Do, right? It's like, it's weird. Like, it's for no, thank Jesus. His, Steve's wife just doesn't drink or smoke weed or anything. So just like, I, I think we would have been quiet enough, but yep. I'm just a picturing her coming down at two in the morning and I'm just staring at your train trunk being like, listen to this song, Steve. Right. Which is like, what are you two doing? Why that are was, you blaring EDM music but not doing anything? Right. That was my worry yeah. of just like her just being like, why are you guys still? And then have to be like, uh, just because we're weird. And then my biggest fear was, oh, you're going to go shopping tomorrow, which means I know my wife and her family. They don't wake up. And stay in bed and then eventually get to it. It's up, go. And yeah. that's going to be a loud. We're going to be loud at night. She's going to be loud at five in the morning. Yeah. And so she even said, yeah, we're planning on leaving by like seven. I'm like, that means you're getting up at like 430. I don't even know if I'm positive that I'm going to be coming into bed at 430. And if I am, I've only been in bed for 30 minutes. I do not need to wake up. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. thinking, all right, this is a smart move. So, yeah, we changed everything up, meet up with Ted, and as soon as we meet up, we go get sushi and just start getting wasted. And don't forget what happened after sushi. I was hoping you would not bring this up, but I... 
All right, so it's some. We still don't know when it happened, but we get out of sushi and we go to get in Steve's car. By the way, that was the best sushi I've had in a while. Yeah, shout out to Nijo Sushi. That is delicious. I always hype them up, but I always, even though I hype them up a lot, I still forget how awesome they are. Yeah, I hadn't been there in years, and I was like, damn, like this is so much better than the place I'd been going. It, it, it's next level. If if you want to find a good place, plus it's never crazy busy because yeah. it's kind of tucked away in the alley at Post Alley by Pioneer Square. I mean, it's it's a pretty penny, but it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's expensive, but it it is honestly the best nigiri I've had. Oh, yeah, it's like butter. So it, is. it just melts in your mouth. So Steve and I have a big lunch. I pound a couple beers. Steve may have had one. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I think I was pacing myself. Yeah, because you're still why. well. You were still driving. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, I was so being we, responsible. I get in the car, and then Steve gets in, and he's like, "There's dog ass on me." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And he had like stepped in it, but now somehow it's on his jeans too. But here's the thing: like, I get out of the car to go look, and like, there's none on the sidewalk. Right. So we can't figure out when he stepped in it. And then it's like, did you? But I still think if you had it on you in the restaurant, we would have noticed. I know. I just know I stepped on it at some point, and it wasn't a little dog. It was no. A, this was a big it dog. Was, poop. It was a generous amount of dog poop. Quite possibly, it could have been human poop. I'm not even sure. But I know what I do is a lot of times when I get up from somewhere, my jeans, you know, they hike up. Yeah. And my jeans are not like skinny jeans, but they're not baggy jeans. So when I when they hike up, I usually use my foot. Oh, to pull them down. And I push that part from the calf down so that they're now back to where they're supposed to be. All right. So I must have stepped in the poop at some point, pushed my jean down, and then <laughs> effectively smeared poop on my pants. And we still have a whole night of hanging out. Right. But now I have poopy jean pants. So Steve basically gets crap all over his jeans and stuff. So then we get back to my house. Like, well, let's oh, not forget. You had to use a hat. So then I had to figure out, I'm like, I got to get this crap literally off of my jeans. And so. we're like at P Square, Pioneer Square. So yes. there's, there's not like grass patches around. None. So now I'm like, screw it. I have a billion knit caps or beanies in my, in my car. So I'm like, let me find one that I don't wear a lot. Oh, this New York Yankees one. Ah, screw it. I don't need it. I don't. Hey, you're a Mariners fan. I'm a Mariners fan. So um. Can you give me a bottle of that water? So I start pouring water, and I'm getting enough off so that at least I could get in the car, and it's not smearing on my seats or whatever. But as I'm doing this, I look up, and there's a woman watching me (laughs) as she's vaping. And she's just like, what am I watching? And I'm looking at her, and it's just the most embarrassing moment. Like, yeah, I got poop on my pants. What was weird is the poop got so high on your jeans. So then, here, here's one of the best parts. So I said, Steve, no worries, man. And this is early. This is like, oh, this is one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. So I said, don't worry, man. Like the the washer and dryer is right across the hall. Let's go back to my house. Yep. So I mean, we had to park the jeep anyhow. Yeah. So we go back to my house, and then for Steve to you know rub dog ass out of your shoes, you find a grass patch. Yes. So we find one after we park, and yep. I go, hey man, be careful, don't step in any more ass. <laughs> kind of joking. Steve's rubbing his shoe, rubbing his shoe. And I'm like, like, yeah, of course, dude. Like, don't talk to me like I'm a child. And I kid you not, I look over and I go, Steve, you just stepped in more dog ass. So now he's like doubled up on dog poop on his shoes. <laughs> and mind you, I'm, I'm talking to Ted, having this conversation. Like, like my foot is moving like a bull in a matador kind of scenario. You're like, yeah. ah. And I'm just talking to Ted, not looking, because I'm thinking the coast is clear. I'm just going to do this for the next 30, 40 seconds. Get the poop off. I don't know why I'm doing it in the studio, but I am. And then Ted looks at me. He's like, dude, you're just wiping your foot on more crap. Yeah, right. Because everybody's done that clean off. Yeah. Right. But imagine doing that. And there's more S underneath. It. So then we decided. Now I feel like the biggest moron because I, I looked at Ted like, How, don't talk to me like I'm a child. And he had every right to talk to me like I'm a child. So then uh, right, so then we go in. We wash the jeans. We throw them in the dryer, which was good. That gave us like an hour to kind of chill. Yeah. And, Get a little more amped up. Right. Then we started the adventure. And then I'll leave some things out, but we ran into some friends. Then we ended up on the damn party buses. Yes. We, of all things, we run into Levi and his crew, Rich, from yeah. Lion Pride Party Buses and Lion Pride Music. And, and he had a whole crew that they were going to the J&M Cafe. Yeah. So we meet up with them. And now our night has drastically changed for the, like, we had no intentions of that happening. Yeah. Somehow we met, like, the Weed Godfathers. That was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So, at some point, um, Levi's like, yeah, we're going to go to this, like, after hours. It wasn't even after hours. It was just some private office 
with these guys, they just closed a big deal and blah, 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 blah. And it's, you know, just like, this isn't like, this is like very exclusive. And I'm like, what kind of crazy party are we going to go to? Yeah. And, then we're, and Ted and I are wasted. We're in this elevator. They had have somebody meet us at the ground level. You remember that? Remember the poor dude that we had to kick off twice? Kick off twice. Beep, beep. Oh, Jesus. That's a whole other story. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Yeah. So they meet us down at the bottom. They bring us up. And I'm thinking, as we get closer, we're going to start hearing some music. I don't know why. I'm picturing crazy lights, lasers. I'm with you. This- and like Tiesto's spinning. You yeah. know what I mean? Like something crazy. Like is mini about- dresses, like the whole nine yards. Right. A bunch of Kirkland hot chicks. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And I'm like, this Decepticons. <laughs> and we walk in to a conference room of eight guys. Yeah. Eating teriyaki. They're just eating Chinese food, drinking wine. Yes. Like they are literally having dinner. Yes. At like 1130 at night. Yeah. And they're celebrating. Yeah. Not at the level that we thought they were going to celebrate, but they're celebrating. Apparently, like these guys are like the big pot. Yeah, they must run farms guys. or something. Yeah, they're like, and, and, and the office was sweet. Had a great view of the oh. uh, the, 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 the wheel. Of, yeah, of the waterfront. The viaduct. I mean, it was that. super cool. And then they they showed us around. I'm still not positive where the hell we were. I honestly couldn't point it like, out. Like if somebody no said that's the building, I'm like, all right, no idea. But all I know is that at some point we ended up in in their office. They had an, a conference room. That was a podcast studio. It was so nice. The, the equipment was nicer than the equipment we have here. Yeah. And in it was just this giant, and I'm talking giant, like bigger than like the, uh, it was like a bucket, a and glass bucket. And it's glass. You ever been to like a fancy, like, I don't know, a fancy place that might keep their water in a giant glass container? So, with like cucumber slices in it. Yes. It was that, but full of weed. It's just so much weed. <laughs> yeah. So much weed. And then- they're they're talking about all these crazy CBD strains and all this. It's like a, they're like this is like the natural Tylenol, and then they're they're rolling joints. I mean, I felt great when we left. There was, was no booze though. I was like, <laughs> I was like, we kept smoking weed. I'm just like, where? It, like, I I finally said, Levi, man, like there is like I need something to drink. He was just like, here, drink the hell out of half of my beer. I was like, all right. <laughs> also, there was a guy there on edibles who I've never seen this before. But this guy, every time he ate an edible, got like more aggressive. Aggressive. Aggra- like he was just insane. He cornered Steve at one point. I lost Steve. I was smoking. I find him. We link back up. That's how I found the podcast studio. I That's ran right. away. I literally ran away from this guy because he was being too aggressive and he was stoned. It made no sense. It made no sense. It's like, I got to go. So then the other, the other sad part is. Oh, this is great. Yeah. So like there's the group is a mix, like a random group of people. So there's one Should dude. Should we get dramatic with this? <sighs> All right. So there's one guy a little a little heavier set, and uh, we get escorted onto the elevator. It's the first time we're going up. Mm-hmm. We get in the elevator. He gets on. Beep, beep, beep. And it's not that many people. No, and the elevator's over overloaded. Yep. We can't go up. So he he backs off. The next one for the team. We do this whole thing, and they've got the elevator again, right? And we're going to leave. And I'm kind of slow walking to the elevator because I know it's me, Steve, and this guy. So I'm already thinking me and Steve are going to peep it, right? But everybody's like, come on, come on. (laughs) Steve and I, we got this, right? We hop in, nothing, we're fine. That same poor dude gets on, and it's just like, beep. And they basically are just like, get out! <laughs> they did, they and they, they kick him out, and then he's just standing there as the doors close. <laughs> it, was, it was like the saddest moment. I felt awful for the guy. Like, we were watching him sink. Yes! And we were free. Like, the Titanic was sinking. And they're like, we've got this dinghy. Get on. And we're like, we got this. Yeah, and in my head, I was just like, man, like a year ago, I would have been beep, beep, beep guy. And then, then we had to say goodbye to him. We've never seen him since. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then eventually we end up leaving Levi and his crew. Well, then we went back down to J and M. Then we had a we had a we also did a Jaeger bomb, which was weird. I've never done. I haven't done Jaeger bombs. Multiple Jaeger bombs. Multiple Jaeger bombs. <laughs> Why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, yeah. When we come back, we still haven't talked about our Uber experiences. Oh. the Uber experiences were next level as well. I forgot all about all this stuff until we started talking. Jeez, well, man. I can't believe I remember it all. <laughs> Megacast. We'll be back. Ted and Steve need a shot of fireball. Hell maybe too. The mega cast will return.
FM Say something I'm giving up on you Sad FM I'm Sorry that I let you know All sad all the time The super sad work day, always only two in a row. When your day is long, wake up to the mundane morning show. Shelly's sick again today. Then the dismal drive home. Everybody hurts. And go to bed with our nighttime show, Lonely Nights. Sad FM. Tune in today and see how long a work day can be. Sad FM. Okay, I need to stop thinking about Ted and his sweet gold chain. The mega cast is back. Yeah, she loves it. Grace's into the gold chain. Shiny. I was telling Sid about your gold chain. Oh, nice. And I explained to her how much she spends. Yeah. And then she's like, I didn't know Ted was like into gold chains. I'm like, that's a new thing. She's yeah. like, oh. And then I was like, but you have to see it. It looks really good on him. She's like, I hope it looks good on him. It's That's a lot of money. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I never really, I, like, I always wanted one, but then my buddy, my, it's like, I'm going back to India. I can get you one. Like, game on. Speaking of, this didn't come up on the air, um, but when we were on our slumber party, I was telling you all about this expensive purse that I bought my wife for her Christmas gift. That was like Correct. a big gift. I, I went a little overboard, but it was one that she's always wanted. So I said, screw it. I'm going to do it. Went to Nordstrom's. Didn't even ask how much it was. I said, I'll take one of those. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they ring it up. I'm like, oh, that's a lot more than I thought. But I said, screw it. I've got the money for it. I paid for it. I had a this is how sad I am, though. I had I wanted to prove a point. I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to act like I'm just because I could tell they were looking at me like I was a little weird. They're just like, yeah. sir, can we help you? I'm like, I want that one. And even the lady was like, all right. And they go get it. And now she's nice to me. I had a gift card in my pocket for like $75. Yeah. And I was like, I got more gifts to buy. I'm going to use that gift card to buy all the other stuff. I am not pulling out the gift card for this because I just didn't want it. To, like, it almost was like. That doesn't sound like, hey, oh, here's a gift card, too. Yeah, especially as you were spending, like, do you know I want my 70 bucks off? Right. It's like, uh, I just wanted to, like, I was like, oh, I'll worry about that later. I'll use it later. But I, I got her the purse. Right. She opens it. She's, like, watery-eyed, like, nice. was not expecting it, which was a really cool. I love those moments. That's Sure. It's just, I just, I love giving gifts as opposed to receiving for those moments. I get, like, I get all emotional watching her, like, open the gifts. Like, yeah, I'm well, so happy. awesome, right? Yeah, because you're seeing, like, this happiness of, like, Oh my gosh, I've always wanted this, but I never thought you were, you shouldn't have gotten this. But yeah, I mean so, like look, it's not hunting down another animal, but there's still some there's some internal kind of pride yeah. when you you can buy something, provide for your woman and and you can see the happiness. Absolutely. You say your partner. Absolutely. And she opens it, everything's great. They never took the security tag off. Oh of it. my god, Steve, no. <laughs> no. You've got to be essing me. So she a sees purse that. that expensive, and they didn't take the damn tag off, and it didn't even set off an alarm. Oof. Well, at first, I, and I, I understood why it didn't set off the alarm eventually, but at first, I'm like, ah, uh, and so I'm like, babe, I swear I bought this. <laughs> She's like, of course, I know you didn't steal a purse, although that would have been funny. Yeah, you made me steal it. Yeah, I did this for you. Yeah, blood is on your hands. So now I'm like, well, what do we do? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, I I got wire cutters. I could just cut it because like a little wire, and then a, a a box, right? So yeah. And she's like, but what if you like, what if you cut it and then like it explodes paint or something? Yeah, like I that. would be scared to cut one off. And then I'm thinking, man, now I really want to see what happens. <laughs> like that's my mentality. Oh, let's just make sure we do it out. Let's get out of the living room. Let's go outside. So I get the wire cutters. I'm like, oh, and she's like, I don't even know if it's going to be able to cut it. I'm like, no, it's very flimsy, like this cord. Like, I got this. I cut it, and I felt like it was like a bomb. I'm like, ah, what's going to happen? Where's the freaking dramatic music for this? Is a whole. Yeah, I'm interested now, too, because I've never heard this. So, yeah, so all of a sudden I see the, the box and the wire. And I, I get the wire cutters. This is way too intense for this moment. We just got, let me find something that's a little less. Okay, here we go. All right, it's much better. Got my little wire cutters out of my little toolbox that I never use because I don't do crap around the house. Yeah. Put up against the wire, and I'm just thinking, all right, here's the moment of truth. Cut it. Nothing. It's like, sweet. And then all of a sudden, it just lets out the most 
pansy ass sounding alarm. It goes and just does that. And like, For how long? It doesn't stop, Ted. So now I've got this alarm going off, and I'm thinking, what do I do? Smash it. And so she's like, what do we do with this? I'm like, I'll put it outside. When we leave, smash it. Let me get my mallet. Well, I mean, dude, you're already cutting those security tags off stuff. I mean, you might as well go to the full board. Just smash it. <laughs> and she's like, do you think it sets off some kind of alarm at Nordstrom's that then goes to the cops and they're coming to get us? I was like, I don't think so. No. I think this is more for like if I cut it there, they'll In the hear store, it. Yeah. And then they'll just tackle me. So I'm like, all right. So I grab duct tape. Wait, is this Christmas Day? Yes. Jesus. Christmas morning. So I'm like, I wrap paper towel and duct tape to mask the sound, and I put it outside. And you can still kind of hear it faintly. All right. But when we leave to go see your parents, if it's still going off, I'll take it. We'll swing by the gas station. Throw it in the garbage. Yeah. So we do our thing. We get ready. I go outside. The alarm has died. Oh, nice. So I was like, we win. That was my other thought. If it didn't explode paint, like it has to make a sound. Yeah, it was it was the lamest sound. But just right, just enough of you try because I'm like, wait a minute, people must have tried wire cutters before in stores. Bro, we were dying. We were just in tears. I'm like, of course. How do you forget to take an alarm off? I I will say this. I've I've had it happen to me before. Uh-huh. I would just think on a high ticket item that big. Right. You would remember to take the alarm off. I would think so too. Yeah. It's always weird when like you buy like a pair of jeans and they forget to take off like that that weird thing. And then you're like, crap. I well, then go. you gotta go, yeah. Right. Uh, That's uh, what I'm always thinking about. Like you gotta go back, because if you try to take it off, you're gonna rip your jeans. Have you ever been so lazy you're like, oh, you know what, man? That's okay if I have a hole in the pocket. You know what? I would, but the, the last few times it's happened to me, I've had either like Basically, I've either had a girl I'm dating or like a, yeah. like a responsible woman with me that's like, no, 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 we're going back to the store. Right. You need to bring it back. You need to bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going all the way to Seattle to get this damn alarm taken off. Yeah. That's a good point, right? Yeah. You had to come up here to buy it from the store. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because they didn't have it anywhere else because this damn purse was like hard to get. Dang. Oh, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I like you guys on Christmas morning. They're like criminals. <laughs> yeah. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> and usually she would be opposed to it, but I think she wanted to. Rock she wanted the, to rock the purse. She wanted to rock the purse. She's like, do it. Maybe we should put a towel around it, but do it. That's awesome. How was your heart just racing when you went to cut it? Yes. I don't know why. It's not like it was going to explode. No, but just like right, right now, as you're like, as we're looking at each other, you're the only person I know to ever cut one. Like, like I, don't, I don't know anybody else that's done it. So like, yeah, I would have been nervous too. I still was thinking maybe we should still drop the alarm off. At the gas station, just in case if it does have a tracker. But I'm like, if it has a tracker, I have proof. I have the receipt. Yeah. And there's no way, right? Like, can you imagine the cops running around town just chasing down stolen merchandise from, from department stores? Like, sorry. The cops have better things to do than that. Like, they that they would never do anything else. Wouldn't that be great if I was like, I see the Puyall police are behind me. Four cars, lights are blazing. Sir, pull over. Do you have the purse? We remember you from last year. Where's the guy smoking weed on the deck? Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, man. It was a good time. I, you know, I'm looking at the time, though. We probably don't have Yeah. Much. We probably should get running, get going. Get going. I know you got, you got work to do. but I got good. actual work. It's nice to get this podcast going again, my man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, happy yeah. New Year to everybody who's listened and, and, and was asking where we were. We're back. Now, do we yeah. want to? And Christ, I didn't even see you after that. Yeah, I know. Right? Because that was the 21st. And then, right, you went to Canada. I went over to Lopez Island for a couple days. Oh, that's, man, we never even talked about your birthday party, how that went. Banger. It was good? It was an absolute banger. It started much later than I anticipated, but. As in what time? I told people, I tell people anytime after four. Okay. So, like, Jesse and Jamie and Lance showed up at, like, 4.30. Uh-huh. And then the bulk of people did not show up till like, eight or nine. Something. Oh. Nolan didn't even roll into like midnight with his girl. Wow, and, oh, and her man. sister, yeah. I, dude. Honestly, I, we toyed with Daddy. We were drained though by the time uh, we left her parents because we went with her parents, eat some sandwiches, watch some Christmas movies, just chill. We stayed there a little bit longer than I thought, but like there was a conversation for a second. I'm like, it'd be kind of fun to surprise Ted and just show up. I was like, that's kind of late. 
Because by the time we get there, it'd be like 9.30. Oh, no, you would have been there prime time. Uh, I mean, like nine, between 9 and 11, yeah. I legit had like 15 to 20 people in that apartment, dude. That's awesome. Every The heat was off. Every window was the so fogged heat. up. Yeah, people stopped even like texting me. People were just jumping down, open the slider. Like it was obvious that was the party spot. Nice. Neighbors yeah. were okay with it? Oh, yeah. No yeah. problem. Nice. Well, happy birthday, my man. Yeah, dude. I know it's Christmas Eve, but it's also your birthday. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Day better than Jesus. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here with this dramatic music. Push-ups. Let's do them. Let's get them. Oh, almost feel like we should do sit-ups. All right, let's get 10. No kickback yet. Oh, there we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now we gotta kick back in when we finish. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing it just like boom, boom. Bam, bam, bam. Also, one more thing. I talked about it on the podcast. Yes, sir. Let's stop hating on Imagine Dragons. Thank you. I like their halftime performance. Little Wayne was weird. And I, like that, well, that part was weird. But like the dude was really singing. Like, back off because they make popular songs. Dude, they're the new Coldplay. They're the, they're, the, they're the new band that everybody wants to bag on. And I'm still... Can we also just stop with the whole white people joke thing? Like, white people music. That's how I kept seeing Imagine Dragons. White people music. And I'm seeing it from white people. Yeah. It's like, it's just pop music, man. Yeah. Like, you, it just sounds stupid when you say that. Sorry, I do like those jokes. <laughs> white people stuff. I don't know. I just got. I, I saw it one too many times. I was just like, "Oh, that's fair. That's fair." All right. How many times are we gonna go to that well? You know yeah. what? Also, why? I'm a little bitter because you know that video that I have on my Facebook page of me with the vending machine. Yeah. Eight million views. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Right. Right. Eight million views. I can't believe that. First of all, but there are so many people that are just like, "So this is what white people do at work," and I'm like, <sighs> "Okay." Like the joke's funny sometimes. But sometimes you look, then you look at the person, you like, you see their pictures and what they do, and it's like it's a super white person doing white people things. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, man, it's not funny when it's coming from you. Yeah, like I don't get that. Like that's uh, so I, yeah. I, I think I'm a little, a little salty about so the white salty. people joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop it, people. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, we're working. All right. See ya. Peace.